platform. I'm saying this is your boy, Young Smooth. Your boy, OB. And this is the kickstand a place where you gonna kick up your motherfucking feet chill out for about an hour she don't get me or something yeah dick and um we're gonna have a good ass time yo today we got a little bit more energy than the last episode yeah so we we definitely in the zone although you look like you physically i'm I'm, like bitch i'm like i'm talking i'm over here i'm not over there bitch bitch. fuck you mean look like you literally looking over my shoulder bitch the fuck you back there because if you're looking over my shoulder i feel like it's a white bitch back there with the long hair i don't know what it is i just randomly looked at this um cookie jar with the monkey face on it uh that's some racist shit (laughs) (laughs) i don't like i'm like wait why does it look so familiar Cause it used to really have fucking cookies in it. <laughs> no, and y'all niggas used to be in this bitch fucking these cookies up. The fuck? Yeah, I mean, don't don't be don't be judging the motherfucking cookie shit now. Although it does, it really does go really well with the rest of the. No, don't do it. It goes. Don't really talk well. all this shit, and then now the cookie jar actually has a meaning. It has a meaning. Cookie jar. Fuck this cookie jar. Fuck that. Fuck that cookie jar. Anyway, so we are back with what episode we on now? Look at you. Look at you, bitch. You always know. What episode we on now? 33. 30. Is it 33? It's 33. Oh, no. I, it's 33. I, I swear, it really, I really be forgetting sometimes. No, 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 no. It's fucked up because you're usually on it. You're usually the one to be like, oh, no, it's episode this, it's episode that. I'm usually the one to be like, and we won behind. Like, it just, it doesn't matter. It's, it's weird. Yeah, it's, the, it's just 33. No. It's 30. No, it's 33. Okay. You are absolutely 100% correct. I was it's actually 33. about to fucking check the phone. Like, don't tell me this. Now you mention that. No, sorry, it's 34. No. Oh, shit. It's 33. Um, so, we're getting into... We're going to dive right into the, the ratchet and ridiculous. As issue, usual. It's, it's just what we do. And I like it. <laughs> it's, it's my motherfucking show. It's, our, it's and, our motherfucking show. The ratchet and ridiculousness. Do. Yo. It's crazy. So, <laughs> um, first and foremost, um, Sag season is in the building. Yeah, it's definitely Sag season. My mom, my mom's birthday about to come up. Her birthday passed. Kev Cannon's birthday about to come up. Um, speaking of birthdays that passed, Nicki yeah. Minaj's birthday came up. Yep. Jay-Z's birthday came up. We just talked about that last week. Uh-huh. Um, so, but you know what I noticed, though? The real difference. I really, you can tell how hip-hop fans feel and how their level of structure is compared to female rappers versus male rappers. So when Jay's birthday came... Oh yeah, that bitch strong. Trust me, that bitch strong. You need some more. You need some more chaser. Okay. So, nigga, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't lying to you. So when Jay's birthday came, when I tell you they were playing it in the breakfast. Oh, I know. Shit, they played Never. it in the lunch. Shit, they played it on the evening drive home. It was played all day long. And who tells you more funny? But Nicki he has that much music. No, no. he does. Like he, he can really play does. his shit from the beginning of the, of the day, right, all the way to the end of the fucking day. All to the end of the day. But I, Nikki, I, it was not like I'm about that. to say. I heard, I heard that Nikki shit wasn't even getting played. Like I was that. like, oh, here's a sprinkle. He all fucked up. They play a Bodak Yellow on her fucking birthday. <laughs> I was like, yo, I really like. I'm, I'm sitting here. I, I know, I know the kid ill. I, I still love. Might her. not be at the statue yet. But yo, she, she okay. is, she is. She, she's not at that stature of Jay. Legendary of that Legendary. She's not there yet. And, and, and you gotta think about that. Jay Z got like 13, 14 motherfucking albums under the belt. Of course. No mixtapes. But and no mixtapes. But you add the fact that she does have mixtapes and we had shit that was popping that we would play mm-hmm. any other time. And albums, and, and albums and all of the features. You could have made a good day out of her birthday. You yeah. know what I'm saying to you? But like when I tell you 
spin wise, nobody played it like that. I'm yeah. saying like it's fucked up because so, you notice they do it to all the big time niggas. Oh, Nas like, birthday is spinning Nas. Big birthday is spinning big. big. Tupac birthday is spinning Tupac. Big Jay and Tupac get both death day and, and birthday. And when they on the day that they died and their fucking birthday, they literally get a you get whole both. Day. Why, why the kid couldn't just like get that? What, what, what I gotta do to get to get get my shit played a whole day? I was just I was just really like, damn, like she couldn't get a little bit of like I literally got into the midday mix and the mid no. Let me let me rephrase that. The chicken and waffle mix. Which hey, was yo. in the morning, yo. Like, if it wasn't for what... I was I was already up, like, I want to say that day started my vacation. So I was already up, like, 6 o'clock in the morning or whatever. Right. Just, listening to it, and then it went off. And they did a small mix, right. and then it went off. And then, the chicken and waffle mix, like, y'all ain't even salute... Y'all not going to salute <laughs> the kid, though. Y'all not even going to salute the girl on her birthday. Like, I get, I get she got a lot of shit going on. I get she really... Causing sparks and niggas not fucking. But y'all ain't gonna fuck with the bitch on her birthday though. Come on, yo. And then the rest of the day, every time I got in the car, I'm like, okay, yeah, like they going, they gonna do, they gonna do some Nicki shit. Every day on the fourth, when I got in that car, I heard some Jay Z shit. Yep. I heard them play some Jay Z shit, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, yeah. Nah, not for the not for the kid birthday. Nigga said, nah, not gonna play that no harm. But on the flip side, Motorsport came out. With a video. Yeah, I saw it. Did that you shit. saw the video? It's cool. It's not all that to me. Um, let me say that I'm surprised. Let me tell you why I'm surprised. I'm surprised because we've gotten into an era where niggas just make mediocre videos. Yes. I think that it took me to... Almost that level that Missy Elliott Yo, featured in the video. The same thing. Like very close to it, just without no real like a whole bunch of dances right, or nothing. Right, right. But gave you that futuristic kind of vibe. Right. So like that was one of the things that I fucked with with this shit. I was like, okay. okay. Yeah, I was like, okay. It had a lot of branding. Oh yeah. It had tons of fucking branding. Um Cardi did well. I, I didn't like the hair. The hair was my, the thing that threw me. For, for Cardi, I was like, I guess it was more futuristic. I guess that's what we were going nah, for. Nah, nah, it just, it made her look like a wet puppy. It's still like, nah. It made her look like a wet puppy. And then... That shit was just phony all around. Then when you get to Onika Mirage, Onika Tanya Mirage, Onika, Onika! I ain't gonna laugh. I ain't fuck with why her Why is this hair on the floor? I ain't fuck with her hair either. <laughs> why? Was, yo. At all. Why? What statement are you making? Because if the statement is that you're reverting back to the bullshit, nobody can. Yo, I looked at some of the old pictures and was like, I almost had to be like, what the fuck was we thinking? Like, we really let this shit slide? We let this shit slide. Did you see how Nikki came out, my nigga? Oh, my God. Like, I, I mean, like, before she really, like, are you talking about on the motorsport shit or are you just talking about when she came out? Yeah, nigga. Like the same hairstyles and all. Oh my god. Nigga, like, and she wasn't like that when she first first came out, like yeah. fucking around with Wayne and all that shit. Yeah. But once she actually hit the hit the fucking mainstream industry, yeah. and this Barbie persona it's shit. So bad. Yo, it was so funny because Maxine actually brought something to my attention in the video that I didn't realize. That bitch was sweating her ass off in that yeah. fucking plastic. I didn't realize that it was so much condensation. Yeah, nigga, she my... had fucking plastic on. Like, yo, that pla- yo, she. This shit probably hot as ass. fuck. It was hot as fuck. All the lights and shit in the. But I don't. Um, I didn't. It didn't make me hate it. It didn't make me love it. Uh, uh it visually, been like visually, to it me, it could have been better. To me, yeah. actually, that video could have been more simple. 
than was, and it's still been hard. I, I think this is my double-edged sword on it. I think I like the futuristic turn it took yeah. because it was unexpected for me from the Migos because in my mind, sometimes it's just ratchet track music. That's yeah. just what it is. Yeah. You feel me? I'm just like, yo, fuck what it. what it is majority of the time. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> in, in my head, I'm just like, it's ratchet track music. It ain't going to be no shit. But Bad and Bougie really wasn't that bad as a video either. No, but see, that, to me, that wasn't really ratchet track music. But even, that was even, just, even with the style. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. It wasn't, it Especially wasn't for what was in the video. Like, the, the play-ons, the scenes, you know, the references to things like right. that. Like, they inside of Like the fucking, Snow Lodge and shit like that. What, they eating, new, like, fucking Chinese food and shit like that. But, right. like, hella jewelry and shit like that. Like, but I think that they, they take... The one thing that I think I'm fucking with with the Migos, I don't like everything that they say. I don't agree with everything that they say. Yeah. But... They are taking a creative spin back to hip hop, and this is what I like because we were just talking about ASAP first. Yeah, you know, originally, and he does that, and he does the that. whole ASAP. It's it's yeah. a level it's a level of that creativity. So if you want to compare it, in my mind, I want to give you that Buster Rhymes, Eminem. I can kinda, agree. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say whatever. I'm a, I'm not gonna spark controversy, but I'm gonna say whatever the fuck kind of whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To yeah. You? And it's still it's still. It, and it, it fucking still works. be authentic. That's, that's and those are the artists that I like. I can actually, I can actually put Ferg under that category. In that, in that busted category. Literally, in the busted category. No right. bullshit. <laughs> busted, let me tell you something. Being an artist, the first thing that I learned about being an artist, I learned from Busted Rhymes. Mm. Like, I told you all of my influences and how yeah. they influenced me when I rap, but when I tell you my biggest motherfucking influence Bust was Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes told, not told me, but said to just in general. Right. I remember watching the interview one day, and that nigga said, if you don't perform for every single person in that crowd, go the fuck home. Yeah. He like, I, my energy be up so much because I want the person that paid for the expensive seats. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, to pay for the cheap seats to get the same experience that the person paid for for the expensive seats. I said, damn. No, that's it. And, that, and that literally made me be like, you have to be a showman. I think I was watching backstage and he said some shit that's like that. Real but in but other interviews where he would continuously say that, like if the nigga that's, that's in the front row is getting that experience, the nigga in the back row needs that to get that experience be. too. It's like the, like the, um, the, the, what, the 90s R&B shit you went to? Right. And I was in the back. But Sean I was niggas was balling the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? I was in the back. I was in the back row. I was in the upper row, but still, you got had that, a phenomenal you had the experience. Time. It's, regardless, you still felt like you felt like you was in the fucking front. And it was like, and you knew when you were like, I'm gonna be honest with you. In that moment, the times that we were having the experience, next was on stage. Genuine was on stage. Yeah. God was Hard on stage. Hitters. Those were those were the times that were the experience. Like one twelve was good. Don't get it twisted. One twelve was great, but they were also um, bringing out new music at the time, and I think that kind of threw the vibe for their set a little bit. Right. Like the rest of the shit, I was like, uh, uh, and then they kind of brought into the new song, and the new song kind of threw us for us. Like, They're probably like, like yeah. Dog, I'm not. I'm not really ready for. Should just kept playing old shit, bro. Like, like, <laughs> like the whole feel was a '90s feel for that night, and then you just you kind of bring us to your new shit, and I was like, mm, should just kept playing old. I'm shit. not. I'm not ready, and it's <laughs> like we bop into it, but I just I don't think everybody's ready for it yet. No. And but in, in the grand scheme of things, sometimes that's how you have to break out. You got to break out the new shit. You got to say I got new shit, and they were the only ones with the new shit and and all that. And we talked about that night before, but that was yeah, that's right. one of those moments where. Some people placate just for the front. Mm-hmm. Some people placate for the whole arena. Yeah, and that's what you and that's what you need to do. Um, and 
I think that led back to the whole Migos thing. Like, that's what they do. Yep. They they're very um, they're very intricate in the way that they they do things. Like, the one thing that I like about them is like they strong and quiet. And then when they bring out a visual, you just like, dang. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you don't hear you don't hear shit from Migos. Right. You might hear a couple of little things every now and again, like. But you you don't see them in interviews heavy. You don't see yeah. them in the main like in the they they they, they, they love, obviously they love pictures. Mm-hmm. It, that's just what that is. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But besides that, like you don't see them in every forefront of every fucking. You know, edge and edge and ins and outs of media running their mouth and talking and doing this. Right. They 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 majorly quiet. Right. But they come out with bangers. Like Yeah, they do. They definitely do. Um speaking of bangers, um that G Easy song that we talked <laughs> that you and I talked about before. When I told you that that they completely changed that man voice. Oh, yeah. The, the yeah, no yeah, limit song. Yeah. yeah. So actually, G Easy's track "No Limit" is hitting the top ten on the Billboard charts, mm. which only infers, or no, nah, that's probably not the word I'm looking for, but only concurs to the fact that Cardi B's on it, of course, and that's and that's the only reason. So like, that girl's becoming, she's becoming gold. She's she's good money. Right she know what she's doing. Yeah, she definitely. <laughs> she definitely know what she's doing. Um, so a few things. Oh, and there's one thing that we definitely have to go in on, and I'll when I get there, you'll know it. Right. Um, first off, so we got some. December is going to be a hot month for it to be so cold. You got a lot of good motherfucking yeah. shit coming out right now. So we got Chief Keith with yeah, um, my man with dedication. My man on the low, shorty Keith. Shorty, surprisingly, nigga, I, I know it's fine. I, I'm like, yeah. He making his own beats now. All that shit that... And I, once again, I'll say it, and I, that's just how I feel about it. I feel like, once again, Chief Keith paved the way for a lot of these niggas today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot. A lot of these niggas... I agree. No, I don't agree. get me We got the GCJs. We mm-hmm. got the, the, the niggas who make the, the track. And I, the think, track I, think and he, I think he ushered in a new era of how of to do it. Young track. Of he made track. the young track music right. for these young niggas that's jumping out now. Chief Keith paved that way. Mm-hmm. Period. I, I'm, I'm going with that. We got Young Buck, Street Commandments. Hell no. Where the fuck he been? Nigga. Don't sleep on it, though. You feel me? No, I, nigga, Buck got bars. Bars for we fucking know this. days. We know this. But where the fuck Mr. is Mr. Smooth Skin. Like, a lot of fucking skin look like that. Skin smooth, voice rough as shit. Rough as a bitch. Like, where the fuck Missy, this nigga been at? Yo, miss this nigga in the game. So excited. Once again. And, and so excited. Just, it was literally, to me, him and Lloyd was the hardest one. Oh, my God. Him and Lloyd was the toughest niggas, oh yo. Oh, my God. Don't get me wrong. I'm... Like fifty ain't weak, ain't weak either. Fifty always. But fifty, but fifty was like, okay, I'm the lead. Once he got to his status, I was the leader of this shit. Like, hey, Let the rest of the niggas do their thing. And Lloyd, Tony Yayo, Tony Yayo was, was nice. A, a few, like to me, don't don't sleep on Yayo. No, no, I didn't say he was trash. Yeah. But to me, he wasn't. He wasn't a buck. He wasn't a buck or Lloyd. He was not a buck at all. My my favorite buck song, Stomp. Nigga, what? Of course. Like, Which also caused controversy. You know how many niggas got, fu- got the ass beat to that song? Yo. Just imagine how many niggas in the club got fucked up to that song. So then we're going to also have Zero with Codeine. Yeah. Zero, my nigga. Zero. Where out. this nigga been at? This nigga, he's coming back. It's this I think it, I think oh. it's the 15th. He's see the rush of the South hopping on. He like. Oh, nigga, it's, it's getting dirty. It's getting dirty. So then you got 
T Grizzly and um, you got T Grizzly and Little Dirt with Blood as Fuck. I'm pretty sure that's gonna be tough. I think that's gonna be sure. tough. T Grizzly, you got Scarface with Deeply Rooted, The Lost Files. Get the files. fuck out of here, nigga! Did they say it? What? Scarface, my nigga. With Deeply Rooted, The Lost Files. So you know it's gonna be like um. It's gonna be like no, it's kind of like the Lost Files. Like you won't have that same feel what? and appeal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yo, nigga. It's, oh, it's gonna be niggas ill December, my the nigga. game up, nigga. It's gonna be ill December. I'm not even finished. Then you have G Easy mm-hmm. with the beautiful and damn. Mm. Then you have Eminem with the reveal, which we're gonna talk I heard about, about that. that. We're gonna talk about that. that. Then you have NERD. With no one ever really dies, which we which that is just gold. quintessentially gold right gold. there. Gold, Period. amazing. Anything with the R D platinum. That bitch, that's, yeah, that's, that shit is going to be fucking amazing. Then you got Boosie Badass with Bupac, which I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> now look, granted, you look at me like that. Now granted, I fuck with Boosie Heavy. Yes, I fuck with Boosie Heavy, but. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna bump that shit when it come out. Just, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna well, check it out I because can't. it's Boosie. Now, do you fuck with Boosie? But am I actually looking forward to it? No, I, I'm not. First of all, let me tell you why I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not looking forward to it because nigga, Boopa, you could come up with a nigga. I was trying to get past the name of Boopa. That's just no other name. Let's just really look. So Boopa was one thing that just threw me. Number one, number two, I don't like some of his views. Um, I don't like some, I agree. Of, his, I don't no, like some I agree. of his views. Me neither. I don't like some of his views towards the homosexual community. Um, I just, I, there's a couple of things where I'm just like, right, right. dog, you really are doing a lot. Like, you got out of the prison and you detailed very vividly anal rape. <laughs> like, I don't understand. If you didn't give a fuck about this nigga getting anally raped, you would have looked away and this, there would never have been a conversation about uh, it. But clearly wild. there was. And so I just, I personally don't really fuck with a lot of that because you can't I, I, I go back to what I said when I had that rant when when um DJ Bishop and Empire was here when I had that rant about Hayes Week. Oh, yeah, don't yeah, go yeah, in yeah. on the gay community and then go out this bitch and buy Gucci belts and motherfucking Fendi bags <laughs> and shit bitch. Like you can't go in about the motherfucking community that's supposed the same clothes and perfumes and everything else that be on your fucking back and skin. Like don't get don't get salty, my nigga. Welcome to when these niggas when this is what they do. Welcome to America. Like I just so my take on Bootsy is like, yeah, you 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 part of down to you yeah, and it's watered down nowadays. It's it's very watered down, and you part of the fucking. He's not gonna be old. He's not gonna be yeah. two thousand five Bootsy ever again. And and he <laughs> he didn't he didn't have a strategic plan like like Remy. Well, like Remy came home, jail, like there's a plan. Remy knew exactly what the fuck was Ray going We're with. also going to get into that. So let's save yeah, that because sure. we're going to get into that. And then lastly, to round out what I found. I found all of this on the double This shit is worth it if it's at the end. It is. Because, come on now. Uh, Motherfucking nigga, Juicy J, rubber band business. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I can't wait. I cannot fucking wait. I want some ratchet. This is number three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it didn't it didn't have a volume on it. Just said yeah, bad news. But I already um, know you got one and two. This gotta be this must be number gotta three. Be three. But already the lead single was Kama Sutra. When I tell you that was some nasty gutter butt pornographic shit, but I like it. GCJ. I said that's wow. what you expect. <laughs> I, said, I listened to the, I listened to that shit. I said, oh my. 
<laughs> oh my! You hear his song and you like, okay, nigga. clutch my pearls, like shit. Did you, nigga? I get it. So, um, back on the Eminem thing. So apparently, Eminem has taken two chains off of his track. <laughs> um, I forgot what the name of the song was. They they said it, and I apologize for for forgetting that. But um, he recently uh, revealed his album cover and album art um, in Detroit. So they kind of posted it up on a couple of walls. You know, he went through, did a city tour, all of that shit. Um, so then 2 Chains also takes to Instagram and posts the track list with the um, the eyes, the frowny face, and the fist. Like, he upset because now he's taken off. Now, apparently he's taken off of the track and replaced by Fresher. Damn. So I don't know. I don't know. Replaced by a younger nigga. Like, I'm about to be like, nigga... I, I get you it. You don't feel some type of way about that I, I, shit. I, I get it, but fresh shit is good with the hooks. Nigga, fresh ain't no but like, bullshit. Fresh I ain't gonna lie, you're nice. I fuck yeah. with your music. He's catch, he, he killed another Migo type nigga. But, and it was one of those things where I introduced you to fresh. Yeah. And you was like, catchy nigga, nigga catchy nigga who just make, he catchy, he got good hooks. Yo, his whole, ride the his, beat. Oh, his whole EP was, he could ride the beat. The shit. And, I ain't even mad at that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not, need to go to fuck to sleep anyway, man. Nigga, you like 50. It's a change. Give it up. Oh, my God. You, 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 you're not even titty boy no more. Yeah. You're just yeah. too changed. I, I can't fuck with that. Oh, man. So, speaking of crazy people, Tyrese about to get indicted. Yeah, I bet. He's about to get indicted. I'm surprised. So, basically, um, Tyrese this week went on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, and he talked about, you know, everything that happened. And why it happened. Right. And I get the fact of him disciplining his child. As a parent, you still need to discipline your children no matter what the statute of limitations on spanking is or whatever. I get that. I get that it only happened twice. I also understand that. This is where he incriminated himself. On the show, I was sitting there watching it. And it was funny because Wendy Williams picked this up too when I went to go look at the interview on hers. I looked at it on the Ricky Smiley show and then I looked at it on the Wendy Williams show. And she said the same shit. And I thought about it for a second. You are absolutely right. Like, the second that this was said, I was like, nigga, why would you say this? So, he was like, um, he told his, he said in the interview to his ex-wife that he only married her so she could stay in the country. His wife is not from the country? So, the ex-wife that had the the baby, their child, you only married her so she could stay in the country. I don't get it. Sir... It don't matter. That the means shit, you, just, the, you just, you just, you just, you you imported an illegal alien here, and the only reason that you were with her was so she could stay in the country, and you flat out said it. Wait, so the one who had him on child support, he was crying and all this shit about. Right, even from here. Right. She. I not, don't even understand why you were. But saying, but even said here's the thing: you incriminated yourself. If the FBI anybody want to come down on you, my nigga, you said on. National, and it's recorded. National television. It's you recorded. said that you did not love her. You only married her to keep her in the country. And you had a baby with her. And you fought saying, what more do you want from me? And you yeah. said, please don't take my baby. Mm. But you, you ain't love her. Or you just stuck your dick in there and said, I'm going to keep her in the country. Pretty much. Pretty much. That, you, that, he just is a fool for that. I'm and then, now he talked about... um. You know, him being on meds, on the psych meds, and this, that, and the third. And part of that may have been what we were seeing. Yeah. Part of that may have been what we were seeing. And you know, like we always talk about, mental illness is nothing to play with. It is what it is. We know a lot of people. We've seen a lot you of people. You know that dumbass shit with Michael Blackston? What happened? With him and Michael Blackston? No, what happened? 
You never saw that? I wouldn't ask you what happened if it did. Nigga, some sh- I, I'm gonna show you some shit. Michael Black. Well, apparently he. Uh, it was. It looks. It looks phony and fake, obviously. Mm. But it's like he kidnapped Michael Blackston or some shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, that dumbass shit. I yeah. was like, y'all niggas do anything for some fucking. Yeah, and so look, what, look, like we were talking about, like Tyrese was, you know, um, on the psych meds. Um, he also discussed about him and the whole ludicrous and. Um, and Vin Diesel and The Rock situation where it was like him and Ludacris originally got approached to do the spinoffs and they didn't do the spinoffs and, you know, trying to keep it together and he had been in the game 15 years, blah, fucking blah, blah, fucking blah. My whole thing with Tyrese is this. You knowingly are knowing that you're making yourself a fool kind of gives you a kudos, gives you a small pass. But in the same instance... I still couldn't believe watching this interview, you incriminated yourself. Stupid. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyway, speaking of stupid niggas, in the stupid nigga category, um, I don't know which stupid nigga to go before. No, you know what? Let's go to one less stupid nigga, and then let's go to another stupid nigga. Um, First, less stupid nigga, even though this was still stupid, was the fact that R. Kelly got robbed. That shit was funny. I'm sorry. Karma's a bitch. Karma is a bitch. Karma is a bitch. All these allegations about you yeah. with a whole cult of little girls and shit. Right. And now your whole crib getting cleaned out. So, here's what happened for those who don't know. <laughs> because this is crazy. So, it was supposed to be allegedly a man that, um, that R. Kelly works with. So, you know, R. Kelly brought him into the circle. He fam, you know him, blah, blah, blah. His name is Alfonso Walker. I'm putting a man name out there because there should be no reason that you steal from anybody. Just don't, just Mm-mm. don't take what ain't yours. So what ended up happening was allegedly he, bitch, is somebody coming? Because <laughs> if you keep looking over my shoulder like this, I'm nervous, okay? <laughs> this is why this show goes like this. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, he um goes and... Not he does not just clean out one house, but the motherfucker cleans out two houses. And the only reason that it even got known was because the maid, who <laughs> now deserves a fucking raise, was like, "Hey, nigga, uh, ain't no shit in here for me to clean." Okay, she might walk to the door like she's like the bitches is gone. No, she she's probably, like she might walk to the door like, "Nigga, is this a prank? Like, <laughs> like nigga, is, is it my day off? Yo, but the the worst part and the funny thing is something that. Again, Wendy Williams said this way. I seen the shit. Um, so did you let the little girls go or something? Because one, every one of these bitches in neither one of these houses. None of them. Not none of them. They must have went with the rest of the shit. Right. Nigga, the they U-Haul came like y'all free. <laughs> this shit only opportunity. Right. Come and take this shit. Take it and go. Fuck take it. it and we gonna clean this house out. Just come with us, like yo. But and how you and cleaned it out and allegedly was selling it. Allegedly niggas done went and took the fucking TVs off the mounts. Niggas. No, it's, and then here's the thing. Niggas the, ran the cabinets. Right. But here's the thing though. The motherfucking um, the um, moving company that was hired, they were the ones that got arrested. Damn, that's fucked up. They got arrested. They didn't even know. They're right, they got arrested for it. But, I mean, later, of course, the charges were dropped for them. But they got arrested because they thought they were only doing... They thought they were doing a job. Clearly, you were not doing a fucking job. Yo, that's sad. That is sad, my nigga. Secondly, um, another sad thing, just in general and in the world of hip-hop, 
is this Russell Simmons scandal. Yeah, I heard about Now, I read... This stupid shit. I read the accountability and... I commend Russell for gracefully bowing out. I have always heard for years that Russell Simmons is sort of a prick and sort of asshole and could be a little intimidating. I get that. A little intimidating. No, no, like I get it. I get, especially if you're someone who's like newer in the business right. and you don't really know. I could, I could feel that Russell's energy would be a little intimidating. I also feel like he'd still be the Godfather. He still do. He still won't love on you, but right. he's just a little intimidating. Um. So, reading her account and her story, I can't say that her story's false. I can't. I believe that no means no. I also believe that... This is going to not be a popular vote, but I'm going to say it anyway. I believe... I was talking to to somebody else recently today. I, I think that we just don't... The rape culture situation and the sexual harassment culture situation has gone a little bit too far because at the end of the day anybody can say anything about you and until you can disprove it you are already guilty you are already set to be guilty oh, you know that. and instead of instead of him being persecuted through because we're in an era where oh well this happened to me xyz years ago i ain't saying that that ain't nobody's truth that's right, not what right, i'm saying right, right, right. but at some point it's just like everybody raped everybody See, and to me, I just feel like, first of all, these niggas set themselves up anyway, mm-hmm. from the beginning. That's mm-hmm. how I look at it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck about how much money I got. There's no, if I'm fucking, first of all, from 35, there's no possible way I'm fucking a 20-year-old. That's just me. This is true. But in, in, because yeah, they, that's true. They, I'm, no, like, I'm sorry. It's just reality. It's a reality right. thing. Just for them to easily make a come up on your dumb ass, like, that's what they're doing. But also, I put it to you like this. No matter what age you were at that particular point, are you are we really held in contempt to condemn someone of something that they did when they were younger to who they are as an adult now? Mm, no, but you can also say that some well, like the saying goes, is if you'll do it once, you'll do it again. Well, you already got the experience. It's a difference if you learn from it. If you're like, oh, okay, I don't fuck with that shit. I don't like that. So I can't do it again. But here's the thing. And then, to say here's, here's the thing. Actually... I, let, let's, 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 let's embellish on that point. So let's take Chris Brown. Chris Brown has had that same kind of situation. It wasn't sexual abuse, but it was right. abuse. Right. So that was something that happened to him when he was 19. Right. He's in his mid-20s at this point. Then it never happened again. Because, of course, he learned his lesson. But do we condemn him for that? No. Because he learned his lesson. He never did it again. That's what I'm saying. So... Russell Simmons did this to this woman years ago in the early 90s. It's now 2000 and some change. You know what I'm saying? That's another thing that just, like, just baffles me. Is, are just we condemning him for some shit in the 90s in 2017? Like, they just decide to just come out and wake up one morning like, you know what? I want some money. Like, yo, like I don't know, I'm not just saying that he, like, I'm not discrediting that girl's story. That the account of what was in that story wasn't her account. That's not the point. It's like, what you literally woke up, like, you know what? In the wake this, of all this, of this, this sexual happened, harassment. This, this happened in 90, what, 92? Uh, literally, it was, it, she, it was literally like 92, 93. 92, it's 2017 now. I'm getting me some money today. 
Like, bitch, you waited. And, she's not, and I don't think she's asking for any money. I think she just wants to have this story be heard. But you waited that long? But then, and then in that, like, all right, so, <laughs> so Def Jam is coming back again. Because, you know, Def, Def Comedy Jam comes back, like, every so often. So Def Comedy Jam is coming back again. And he's taking his name off of it. Like, he's stepping down from companies because of this. And is that an omission of guilt? Perhaps. But instantly, or, it's like... Or it could be... Or it could be no, but she did her, say something else. Go ahead. Or it could be her contacting him trying to get something out of him. And he's right. like, no, and then she's like, oh, word, blackmail. But she also said something in in the interview that kind of resonated. She was like, I would do this to spare your girls the humiliation of what happened. I don't think that you would do the same for me. I kind of believe that. I, 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 believe I understand. Yeah, I, I get it. But yeah. once again, you waited this long. Yeah. You could have you could have put this shit out. This story could have came out before he even, before any of this shit sprung. Like right. nigga, you could have ninety two. You should have put this shit out the ninety three. Ninety three. <laughs> right. If if you waited that long, yeah. Or the day the day after, like right. it's two thousand seventeen. Right. But was the culture different then? Because the thought process is this. That's still if, stupid, if the, yo. This, it sound it sounds dumb now. It does. It sounds dumb now. But you have to look at it like this. Number one, we didn't have social media. Like the way that we do now. Or at all. If at all. At all. Period. So, along with us not having social media, it was one of those things where that shit was going to have to get through tabloids and newspapers. And it could be shredded through documents way before it ever really reached. Now. Big and pop. But, also, when you're young and you're in... Because they were both young. They were young. When you're young... Because this person is Lena Horne's granddaughter. You know what I'm saying to you? And Lena Horne, for those that do know, is a yeah, legend yeah, yeah. and an icon, um, musically, and just in a black activist, so on and so forth. When it's like you're getting the flowers and candy and all of that stuff, and he's courting you, it's courting. Now, when you say no, yes, it should be no. It should absolutely be no. But reading that statement in... And again, the, the details for her could be foggy. The details for him could be foggy. It was the 90s. Nobody really remembers at that point. But she never really said no. The only time she said no was, no, I'm not going to your house. And she said that to the driver. Now, did it? the way that she presents the story, does it feel malicious? Absolutely. Does it feel like the penetration was unwanted in the story? Absolutely. Will we ever hear his side of the story? Absolutely not. I believe that. And I believe that it's just like, is there a fuck? What the fuck? If you're looking at the damn thing, I wouldn't say this shit either. Because at the end of the day, motherfucker, this shit happened. Like, what? Yeah, but it shouldn't shouldn't lead you to a point now that this is where we are in culture to not, to step down. Yeah. You're stepping down from positions now? Yeah, because that, that, that looks bad. Right. That looks like, oh shit, this nigga. I get it. I get it. I get like, I know, get why. Don't get it twisted. I get why. But just like I, when Rick just, Ross yeah. said that shit in the song, put Molly on her champagne. Right. She ain't even know it. Right. I took her home and I enjoyed that. She, she ain't even know. know. You right. basically just said you drugged and raped the girl. Right. Basically. Right. And Reebok right. dropped his ass after that. Right. The sponsors, I get that. I definitely get the backing away from it. But especially with you being a whole business and a whole... Like, you started Def Jam. You started Def Comedy Jam. Usually, like you had to step down. name is in type of it. Like, there's no... There's no... I'm like you know, sure. And no matter what you do as far as quote-unquote stepping down, you're so right in that you're never really losing anything. Technically. 
You're not. You're still gonna get a check. You 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 gonna get a whole check. You're cut. You're still getting check. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if that move in that behalf, whether that was phone knows. You know what I'm saying? It was it, it was a lie. That's the fucked up part about see mm. industry. It was fucked up. And game, this, yo. And this is the last thing I want to say on on that in this um in this regard. No will always mean no. fucking yeah. no. Absolutely. 100%. But ladies, always think about the lobs and the and the ramifications of what you're saying. And don't just say it because it sounds cute. Exactly. Or it sounds like it's it's the thing to do. Because first of all, you aren't respecting someone else's life exactly. no matter no matter what shade it it got painted in. Because here's the thing, you don't know that her opinion about it could have been skewed. You're talking about from 93 to 2017. The, the, that, detail, the details of that could be completely false. Nigga, my father don't even remember niggas from 93. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So my he, he, she, he remember half the niggas he used to roll with because maybe it wasn't that they ain't fucking like that. Exactly. <laughs> don't remember a nigga from 92. Like, it's 2017. Why the, the details on a lot of these stories can be very foggy. They can be very manipulated. People could be good and fucking if liars. If it's, that, if it's that deep, say it then. And then we've gotten to a point in this culture which just throws me. Where social media-wise... Yeah, with this whole "quote unquote" bullying situation, and everybody just wants to be seen. Nigga, wait, let me let me explain something to you. In my day beforehand, we got bullied. Yeah, we got bullied, but you said it to me, or you did, or you whispered it around. You know what I'm saying to you? Rumors. Just it, it it just was what it was. But now we're so tied down that we can't speak our own truth or say what the fuck we want to say without there being some backlash and some bullshit to it. I'm not saying be disrespectful. I'm not saying that you have to be called out your name. Right. I'm not saying that you should be taken into a room and forced to do some shit that you don't want to do. But what I am saying is, if you do decide to put that type of allegation out there, you should make sure that your shit is fact. It is correct. It was exactly what you said, who mm-hmm. said it, and when you said it. Even, if, even through the trauma station. Now, if you, if you get traumatized with it, I get it. I get it. I should You're see not some doctors fact fact. this shit. But you need to remember. <laughs> you, need to, you need to really... Deal with it and deal with it within the culture and, and, and within a and, and a, a, a real time frame. A time frame. <laughs> because you, everything after that sounds like hearsay. Everything at like you there can't tell me to you from, cannot ninety. You can't tell me you you can't. I'm sorry. You can't. That's just to me. That's not valid enough. Now I do. I believe that that culture exists. Do I believe yeah, that? Of course it exists. That, that you know that women. Um, it's a real thought. It's a real thought process. Like, remember the time I told you we were watching um, Donald Glover's stand-up? And he was like, I really didn't realize that, you know, rape culture was such a big thing for women. Like, a woman automatically goes outside and wants you to walk into a car because she thinks she's going to she get raped. Yeah. It is a real theory. It is yeah. definitely a real theory. It is something that is just, it's, it's so prolific and so profound right now. I get it. But I think equally... A woman could say, you could say, dang, you know, you look beautiful today. And automatically, this is now sexual harassment. So, where does the where does the line between good guy fall and arrogant asshole fall? Or where does the line between this bitch is lying or this or, bitch is telling the truth? Or she's telling the truth. Right. I, I'm sorry. I can't take your word for shit. You just told me about something from 1990 before I was born. Right. It's 2017. 
Exactly. I'm just speaking in the reality perspective from my, my own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't believe none of that shit. If it was true, it was true. Whatever the case may be, who knows? But I'm sorry. You cannot bring up something from that fucking long ago. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, that's literally before I was born. Literally before I was fucking born, and then but even to, but even that I was in I was in that era I was still a kid. But at the end of the day, it's like surely I don't I don't know how to gauge that. Like I'm not saying that that the accounts of that story are not real. And that's what he said. He said, you know what? I apologize because I don't know if my accounts of the story are going to be the same accounts of the story that you had. You yeah, bitch. It was in 1990. Like I like I literally <laughs> I literally read the whole article right now, and I'm sitting here like. Yo, like that's, to me, that's crazy. I, to me, I feel like if that was the case, though, like, grant all the social media and shit ain't exist back then, mm-hmm. and you didn't have a way to just post some shit online and everybody see it and go viral. Right. But even if you'd have made a police report and nothing would have got done, you should still would have kept that police report. Right, exactly. That exactly. statement. So for you to come out from 1990, whatever, to today, mm-hmm. and nobody don't believe you, uh... Here's a police report I found, mm-hmm. and with the dating of this, and, and that's the whole thing. Nobody, nobody follows anything until it's nobody, just like, they just like they just want to wait. All of a sudden, like, all of a sudden, pitiful. All of a sudden, somebody is just what's your conversation? And then it's yo, it's it's everybody. Now I will not say that the the casting count situation mm-hmm. don't exist. It absolutely one hundred percent exists because of the fact. That there have always been men in the entertainment industry that have had power. It exists. Do I think it's right? Absolutely fucking not. I think that it is great that we are speaking about it. It is great that we are having dialogue and conversation about it. But I also need to say, you know, it's it's become it's almost becoming a call. It's almost becoming its own call because it's like. All of these women are all of a sudden coming out of just nowhere. And even with the Kevin Spacey one, even though it was men, because Kevin Spacey... Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey, you can't hide behind gayness all of a sudden. Like, you can't be like, oh, it was a man, and now that you found out it was a man, I'm coming out the closet, and I'm gay. Like, you can't hide behind homosexuality. You made the mistake, and you did the horrible deed. You did the shit. Sometimes, yes, we all need to just admit to what we've done right. and just have that be that. But it's just one it's one of those real slippery trickery trickerizational things that I'm just not for it. I'm just not for it. Um but again, no absolutely means no. And tell your truth and tell your story as quickly and as soon as you possibly can. Don't wait until damn near twenty years later where now people have to decipher on whether or not what you're saying is real or what someone else is saying is real. And granted, I know that there are many people that have been rape victims and it's emotionally hard for them. It is. Try to be as brave as possible through any of that. And and also, big thing that, that Maxine talks about as, as well. Teaching men the level of one respect and rejection. Yep. Like, yo, these niggas out here can't handle rejection. A girl tells you no. No means I don't want to fuck with you. I'm not I'm not interested in you. I don't give a fuck about you right that now. That shit is sad to me. Like, yo, take a no as a no. And say, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we can't, like, we're all at this point in life where we're afraid to lose. 
we're afraid to lose. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you're gonna take an L. Take an L. <laughs> like, she don't want you. It's just to me, like, I feel like the rejection from a woman was never that serious. But let me tell you the craziest thing. Everybody that I know in my family that has that's been either been married or um, they've been in long term relationships, they didn't. My mother was with her boyfriend that that had passed recently. She didn't like him at first. Right, right, right. But it's the persistentness. It's it's the the wooing, the courting. This is what we're missing. We oh, don't God. have that type of interconnection with each other anymore. No. We're not in a twat like that. We talked we talked about all yeah. this shit before. You tell you why? In the internet. Thank the internet. <laughs> right. Thank you. Remember, internet. there was one point in time where for you to see a girl's ass, how hard was that to do? Very, very You difficult. you had to have some mean game to just get a picture of a girl's ass. Right. No, well, it was it was it was no it was with that it was a fucking shit Polaroid picture. Like, either, not even just that. Either no, way, no. now as we speak today, if I literally want to see ass and titties, I can literally go on my phone and it's at the click of a button. It is at the click of a button. And I ain't button. talking about porn either. I'm talking about regular women, our our community, our women in our community. Mm-hmm. I could just literally go on a girl's page and see ass, titties, everything if mm-hmm. I wanted to. Mm-hmm. It's literally that easy. So, in term and real perspective. Niggas is not online going on niggas' page you're seeing dick pics and shit like that. Right. All I see is ass titties, ass titties, ass titties. So yeah, we are in a world where all you you're showing you're showing the assets that you are offering. But you know what? And you know what the sad part about it is? It's not even just it's not even just them. It is men too. Oh, because yeah. there are way niggas too many celebrities. Pretty. Niggas that, trying to be fucking pretty. No, not <laughs> even just that. There are just way too many celebrities that have unnecessary dick pics. Like, first of all, Usher. Fucking fucking havoc of Maul Deep has done it. So it's just, it's like, yo, it don't matter about you being pretty. Niggas is just, I don't understand why niggas are saying sending dick pics. I don't understand. That shit I will never understand. I just, I don't, I don't understand for the life of me. I love mine. I enjoy mine. I, I think it is a wonderful and amazing creature. However, I don't feel as though it need to be photogged. It's covered every goddamn day. Exactly. It don't need to be photogged. Like, there's no reason. That's so crazy. Anyway, off of dick pics, because that just took a clear left. Yeah. Off of dick pics, the last thing that I had to talk about for today, because this was good for the culture, but I need you to, if you have not watched it, watch this motherfucking interview. Mace or Angie Martinez? Okay, nigga, is you talk, am I talking oh, to you? Like, what the fuck? Mace, he was on her shit. Yo, when I tell you, nigga was still alive. (laughs) Let me tell you something. This motherfucking interview is an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. It will make you respect the shit out of Mace, even though this nigga's wearing a fucking hot ass ski mask. You will respect the shit out of Mace because Mace goes through. First of all, and Angie said it, and I was so proud of her for saying it, because she was like, oh, I felt like he was going in on me, because the way that he was talking was like super overly aggressively. So I'm like, damn, I mean, because mm-hmm. Angie didn't know she was having an interview with Mace, it just kind of all popped up, and it was like, boom. She was, he, he said some things like, for years, he played number two to niggas on a regular basis. Like, yo, he talked about how he played number two to Puff. He talked how he played number two to Cam. He talked about how he was like, yo, I was a dirty nigga. He was like, I came from the streets. He was like, yo, Cam's news were my hand-me-downs and my brand news. I was like, wow. He was like, yo, that's my cousin. Like, I love him, but yeah, sometimes you gotta air him out. When I tell you 
everything that he talked about. He talked about religion. He talked about um, he talked about the difference between religion and spirituality. And I fucked with him for that. I fucked with him for being spiritual versus versus religion. Yeah. And and he talked about him being younger and understanding that he was more religious than he was spiritual. Yeah. And where his relationship is with God at this particular point, yo. When I tell you this was the best fucking interview that I have watched for an hour and 36 goddamn minutes. Shit. I watched the whole thing. I said, Mace, you are fucking awesome. <laughs> and, you know, we've already talked about the... Well, I don't even know what we talked about it, but I think we heard the beef, you know, yeah. between him and Cameron, yeah. you know, that day or whatever. And there's... Hands down, there's not really one that I can pick, but if you really want to pick one and you want to focus on it, it was, it was Mace for me. It was definitely Mace. Cam was disrespectful. Cam was disrespectful, but Cam was not... Cam doesn't do this level of showmanship. That's what I said. Cam was just, he just did a disrespectful thing. Right. He just did a shoe as you time. To me, he just did a, Cam just did a diss track. Right. Just straight diss. No, Cam talked shit. That's right. what Cam does. Right. Cam did not, Cam not spit no lyrical shit. Cam is talking shit. Mm-hmm. That's what Cam does. He's right. like, he gonna talk hella shit. He gonna say hella disrespectful shit. That's Cam. Right. So, which is what I expected. Mm-hmm. I didn't to hear him say no punchlines or shit. I expected to hear Cam. Since you said that shit, I was like, oh, he about to say some really hurtful shit. He about to say some real disrespectful shit out of right. his mouth. But right. that's what you expect. Cam not going to get on that. He's not making a regular song. But, but, he, but Mace made a point that I liked, though. He was like, but Cam is also the dude that is not used to being number two. Which is fine. In the game, you're not, nobody should be number two. You shouldn't feel that way. You should always feel like you want to be number one. But he made the very valid point of... Cam almost pulls what I like to call what I like to put into perspective of where Nikki does it. <laughs> it, it does. It, it's almost girlish. It's almost really. It's really kind of girlish in a certain kind of way because when you think about it, it's like sassy. something something's not happening in my life. Let me create a beef with somebody. Some sassy else. shit. You know what I'm saying? She was like, okay, well now mean girls. It's, it's, it is. It is. Right. It's like you can't sit at this table. Like when when he, when he had the situation with Jim, right? Or he had a situation with Jewels. Like Dipset may have just eventually did their whole thing but Mace always got slid Mace always got slid and yo he said some profound some profound shit about him being a pastor and his relationship with God versus the rap situation that I wish I could remember kind of what it was what it was and and his wording in it it was so deep Please, y'all, make sure you go see the watch the whole interview. It's such a good interview because it makes you. There are so many different levels to Mace that I just didn't realize. You feel me? Right. And so that ultimately is um, the fuck. That is ultimately just instantly the greatest interview that I've seen instantly. The last thing that he said though that sent chills down my motherfucking spine was when this nigga said. I call Cam an enemy. And there's no going back from that. Right. I said, damn. You like that. It, it is. It is. But you know, when you, when you, when you're that person that doesn't, um, I don't know, for me as a person, I'm that person to give you, I can't even say that. I, I can't even say I give you a second chance because I feel where Mace was coming from. He was like, it was chance, it was chance, it was chance. And I tried. And... I don't do this shit no more. You know, I can't. One of the other things that I liked about that part of the interview was the fact that the motherfucker was like, yo, 
when you differentiate the fact that I'm a passive, that's my life over here. But when I was doing my thing over here, you came over here. When I was a rapper and in this lane, you still came over here with the bullshit. So now that I'm moving in this lane, you're still here. With the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It still attracts you to be mm-hmm. in whatever arena that is. So I give it up to Mace. Claps, 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 claps for Mace. Mace is ultimately just he's he's amazing. He is amazing. You guys will find that out if you take a take a quick look at the interview. So what we're gonna do is cause I gotta take a moment. We're going to um, take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to finish out the rest of the show, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to do that. All right? You know it. Um, so, yeah, we back. That happens. Um, mm-hmm. So, basically, you and I were having a conversation earlier before this, and we were talking about uh, just knowing your worth. Right. You know what I'm saying to you? Um, speaking of which, this, this also comes in the wake of um, the um, Netflix original She's Gotta Have It, which we kind of touched on before. Yeah. But I also, shout out to, and I'm going to make sure I tag him in when we put up the episode, um, at Guillotine, G-I-L-L-A-T-E-N. Okay. Um, so he did this whole think piece on She's Gotta Have It. Right. And it's really weird that, um, first of all, just to be a woman in the new millennium and know your own worth and be a polyamorous pansexual. So basically just being able to be free-flowing and like, yo, she got three men. Right. People fail to realize it's funny because we only talk about that. This is the weirdest thing that I thought about in this whole concept. In the movie and in the show, she has not three lovers, but she has uh, four lovers, right. and nobody talks about that. Like they, we're, we're so comfortable with her being with the woman, but the fact that she was with three men has become the main source of all of that. You feel me? Right. So it's like, but what about the woman? She has she has a four. <laughs> She, you know what I'm saying? She's really, truth be told, if you really look at the show, she has five love interests. She has Mars. She has Greer. She has Jamie. She has Opal. And she has Fort Green Projects. Like, the backdrop, which is Brooklyn, is is that love story that's also, you know, entranced into the whole into the. Whole I've story. never seen it yet. You gotta see it. It's definitely one of the, one of the best... Things that I've seen on Netflix in a long time. Shout out to Spike Lee. But it's also about knowing your worth. Right. And I felt like, you know, Nola Darling knows her worth. Right. You know, she or she's finding out what her worth is. And you and I had a conversation about knowing your worth um, when people don't recognize the work that you do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do you, do you want to go on? You don't have to go into it, but do you want to elaborate on that? Uh. What I want to say is that, to me, it takes a fool, number one. It takes a fool to take for granted what another person has that they, that what another person can do for them that they can't. Mm-hmm. 
that's that, that's key. Because at the end of the day, that's the whole purpose of having a birth period. You're supposed to make somebody want you, need mm -hmm. you. If you need somebody else, that's the difference. That means, obviously, you either have or are offering something that I don't have. Mm -hmm. Or I don't fucking know. Mm -hmm. Or I'm not trying to go anywhere else and get it. Right. So you result into going to a specific source. But I don't know. Nowadays, uh, I'm, I'm just on some whole other shit. I feel like I know my worth at the end of the day. I knew my worth fucking years ago. Right. So it was like, I'm still, still, you know, fuck up by still trying to give that leeway. Yeah, I that think a leniency. Lot of people, a lot of people do that. The leniency of like, uh, nah, I'm, you good, you good, but mm -hmm. nah, fuck that shit. My <laughs> whole thing is, be let ye not be mistaken. Be very clear when you approach me. Understand that I'm worth more than what you think I am off bat. Already come with the denomination that my shit is going to be golden. Then when it's not, let me know. But I'm already at the point in my life um, where. The self-doubt was so huge and the insecurities were so huge that I let them overtake me, which is part of fear. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And all those things that we always talk about. What I won't do for 2018 and beyond is not put a tag. It doesn't have to be a price tag, but just a tag in general on who I am, what my time is worth, mm -hmm. and what I do and what is worth. You know, I, I don't think that people can keep turning that fuck you kind of mentality into, oh, I apologize because I know I need you. Mm -hmm. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying to you? Like, I'm, I'm worth more than that. You know what I mean? It's a smooth way to get cut the fuck off. Like, yeah, like, you just <laughs> don't know. And then, I, we, we've talked about this since day one, since episode one. I'm a loyal type motherfucker. If somebody say fuck you to you, you said fuck you to me. Like, and you don't want I'm gonna that take for it your as life. Is. I'm going to take it as is. As it was said, I'm going to take it just like that. And let me, let me be clear for those that are listening, like, my mouth is dirty and it's real reckless when I'm mad. Like, I'm super <laughs> reckless when I'm mad. Super dumb, reckless when I'm mad. Like, don't, don't, don't set yourself up. up. Don't set yourself up for fucking failure. Like, everyone should be set up for success. Like, don't. Nigga, there's a level of professionality that I carry. That's I think that's just why I just walk away so easily because I just don't want to fucking. You know, and, and, and I snap. You're gonna get a different view. And then that, that goes to just like the situation with Mace. Mace, like, how many times do I have to walk away from a situation? How many times do I have to continuously be exactly. a bigger person Before in the situation? I end up actually either saying or doing something that I know full blown I may or may not regret. Right. Exactly. And it's, it ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna hurt me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not. Like, that's the funny thing. People get fucked up. They mm -hmm. think that they can say something to you or carry you a certain way and. It's going to fuck you over or mm -hmm. fuck you up. Yeah, to a weak motherfucker than me. Mm -hmm. and, it and it also depends on who, where, who it's coming from. What exactly. source is it coming from? If it's somebody that I fuck with heavy says it's like that, yeah, that's different. Yeah, that shit might hurt. Mm -hmm. But I'll get over it real fast. Mm -hmm. But if it's a random motherfucker, you think this shit going to hurt me? I don't know. I'm going to laugh at your fucking face. You and know I'm just going to hope that you keep it at, at words. That also, goes to, that also reminds me of one of the things I meant to touch on too. Yo, did you see the motherfucking live tweet that, I mean, live tweet, the live Instagram that Remy had and that motherfucker went 
in on Azalea Banks. Mm-mm. Yo, I was actually a part of that. Li- I was really watching it in, in real time. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm like, who the fuck is she? Because I get in, in the middle of it. Who the fuck is she talking about? The ne- Like less than a couple hours later, every blog source, every source that was on it, everybody was on it, that she's talking about Azalea Banks. Yo, it was so bad that I was watching it. And originally, by the time I got into it, I was in a little bit of her rant. And then the phone rings. And it's Vincent. And she's talking to Vincent. And she's talking reckless as shit. On live. She's on live, on the phone with Vince. And she was like, I'm going to call you back because I'm busy. I'm like, oh, okay, bitch. <laughs> but, like, she literally went in on her. And it makes sense. Stop fucking with this girl's name. Not even that. That's how she already took an L from Jess. Yo, she, yo, she's taking L's. Period. Her career. Who the fuck is checking for this L? I want to say, like, who is checking for her? Like, bitch, yo, what she's she saying because you're taking sixteen dollars on Groupon. Bitch, I told you my news was real. Yo, Jess is dumb as shit. Yo, she's saying, and then this bitch gonna get mad because I said her, her tickets was on Groupon for sixteen dollars, and they were. Bitch, I told you my news is real. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I wasn't lying. Yo, and they were, and they were on there. Uh, you can you can find them on there. Like that's your who the fuck is checking for? But <sighs> with that, that was funny. Here's the thing: she said something about Remy that I didn't like. I right. was like, "Bitch, I'm part of the mafia. Let's not, don't do that." <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm not a barb no more. I'm part of the mafia these days. <laughs> like, nigga, did you just say that she ain't did shit to contribute to female rap? And what like, have you done? What have you done? That's I, not I, a I, motherfucking yeah, thing. Bitch. That's what shit, I would just straight up ask. Well. What have you done? Nothing. If it was an interview type no of shit. No things. Like, no she hasn't done anything. Well, man, what have you done to qualify for oh this position? Oh, my God. Like, yo, nothing. First of all, first who? of all, oh, not, oh, look. I'm not sorry. That you, look, not that I sound crazy. I might. Who the fuck is Azalea Banks? That's what I really saying. don't even know that who she is. That is what I'm saying. Like, I've seen a few videos. and I was I've never seen a video. Is. I don't even know what she looks like. I've never seen yeah. or heard of I, I heard of her when... Just get got her neck. I was like, who is Alicia? Yeah. I've heard the name before, but I've never seen this chick before. Does she do music? Is yes. She... Oh, she a singer. A rapper. She a rapper? Yes. Never heard of her Allegedly, day in that's my what she going to call it. I've never heard of her day in my life. Yo, it's so... That's crazy. It's bad that you know who Iggy Azalea is before you knew who... Yeah, I know who Iggy right. Azalea is. Right. Ain't that about a bitch? <laughs> Ain't that about a bitch? But when I tell you, oh, shit. like, Rem went in on her, but she made so many valid points. Y- y'all know y'all Geminis do that from time to time. But she <laughs> made some, some really good valid points. But one thing that I will say is, bitch, did you come for her validity in this hip-hop game? Are you fucking shitting me? Like, where were you in the 90s? Let bitch. me be clear. <laughs> this motherfucker, first of all, first of all, first of all. When you talk about a motherfucker that's been in the goddamn game since Annie up, come on, my nigga. Since before there was a Nikki. Since before the, before Miss Minaj was Since before there was Azalea yeah, Azel- yeah, Banks. When you were still coming fresh out your mama place. Technically, she was. Technically, she, she was. She young, ain't she? She gotta be young. She has She's to young. be. She's young. But here's the thing like, me and Remy cut from the same timeline. You feel what I'm saying to you? We in our 30s. I get that. But what you not going to do, sweet miss, is you not going to talk about somebody who represented the shit out of the culture and shared her stage for 20 minutes with every fucking female yep. in the game. Unprecedented, unheard of. Because when the reality, your fave, never, never did that. 
never shared the stage. Your fave tried to make it like everybody else was crazy. Your fave never jumped on a, on a song with an icon. Your fave always tried to compare herself to the rest of these niggas. Right. So let's be let's be clear. You know, Remy might not be quite where her career should have been. I mean, she should have been for the time, time frame. Yeah, for the time right, frame. Right. But has she literally carved out a new blueprint? You let me tell you something. Fuck what you heard. Rem has carved out a new blueprint for motherfuckers to get out of jail. Because mm-hmm. let's be clear. Let us be very, very clear. The Brett still, to this day, has a million dollars. Like, it's like $3 million, $3 million case that's hanging over her head that's still, that she ain't paid a dime on that's still collecting interest. Mm. So it's over like six, $7 million. But she's not making that kind of show money. Remy then came out. Had an album with Joe. Reunited with Joe. Let's start there. Had an album with Joe. Platinum motherfucking money now. That's not counting the singles that was dropped before she did the album. Singles that was dropped. Multi-million dollar contract. And still has her fucking masters. Did all of this independent with her husband on her black love shit. Mm Mm-mm. I hate to sound like a groupie, but what part of this is bad? What part of it came out? And even though you want, and then tried, and then she tried to play it like yo, you want love and hip hop, okay? And I, I, I give it to you once again, and I, and I don't need anybody to agree with my view on this. I believe that love and hip hop is the new era of A and R. It is creating a level of stars, and it's not each and not every person out of there is gonna make it because you're gonna have either you you either gonna have people that's gonna it's gonna resurrect your career. It resurrected Remy's career. It's it's igniting Keisha Cole's career because the the new the new album is is fire. No, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like Remy music ignited her career. The the love of hip hop is just an addition. No, no, I think that the music the music is great. The music is great, but in the era that we're living in now, it wouldn't have been shit if she wasn't on Love and Hip Hop. Sure. Think about it. If she didn't have any type of visibility other than just the music, right. and it was the way that it was before, nobody would nobody would have thought <laughs> twice about the shit. And even with the visibility, like yo, she nice, she nice, and yeah, she had the plugs and she would right, X Y right, Z. Right. And if it, and even if it wasn't for the beef situation with her and Nikki, because if Nikki didn't try to stop that girl bag, that girl wouldn't have nothing to say. Wouldn't say nothing about her. Does that mean that she ain't got nothing to say? Absolutely not. No, that is no, not no, the case. No, no, no. The motherfucker been locked up for six one to seven summers, like or seven seven one to six summers, whatever. That solidifies her. She has been a solidified beast in this game. Don't take away the credit when you were giving back to the women. Like, yo, she said something and I rock with it. She said, I knew once I opened the door for motherfuckers, I was putting a kickstand under that shit. Well, like, not a kick. Well, did she say kickstand? She didn't say kickstand. She said a door stopper. <laughs> but I'm putting a door stopper under that motherfucker. Right. So you can continuously flood the gates with your type of creativity. Right. It takes a special type of woman for that to be the case. It takes a special type of woman to big up other women and put them in a, in a, in a, in a situation where nine times out of ten the shows that we do and everything else is, is designed to tear them down. Yeah. Like they even got this um this new shit that they tried to do a pilot for recently I was watching and it has um Vita Kaya, Lady Luck, and Gloria Valdez, or whatever. Like, okay, so Gloria was a video vixen. So she was the she was the girl in the white next to Pimp C in the Big Pimpin' video. 
the light skinned girl. I gotta see. You gotta see the video again. She's in the big pimping video. She just used to be a video vixen, and then she ended up doing music. Lady Luck actually used to battle between Remy at one point. So some of the battles were, and she was a battle rapper, and you know, so just kind of going through her journey. Everybody know Kaya, my neck, my back, and that shit. Surprisingly, despite what you do. But but anybody think about it, that song gets played. It's a one hit wonder. It's a one hit wonder, and it gets played. Literally, it was a ridiculous. Song. I remember the music video for that shit. Exactly. The dumbest music video I've ever seen. But right for what it was, yeah, the song was exactly. Yeah. And then you got Vita. You know, Vita was with Murder Inc. This, that, and the third. And it actually sounds like it could be a good show. Now I don't know if they're only hosting the show on YouTube originally. It just kind of came up in my timeline, and I'm like. Yo, that would be a dope-ass show. Because, right, like, right. yo, they all got, like, a story to tell. And it makes sense. It's one of those things where now is probably the time while the iron is hot. While female MCs are pertinent in the game the way that they should be. To get on to, to, shit. to get on to the shit. I don't think that... They also had a show a while back called The Sisterhood of Hip Hop. Right. I don't think that that was the time. I don't think... Because even at that time frame when it came out, like, I think Remy was still in jail. So I don't think that, that that door was officially open quite the way it was. Because at that point, there was only one. And you if you've got if you guys have listened to the show, you've listened to me rant and rave about that girl, and now I'm over it. Yep. Now I'm completely over it. But anyway, that was a whole other rant about that. But <laughs> it makes me realize what I wanted to say within all of that. That's about somebody's worth. Yep. You can't take away what that girl has done for the level of female hip-hop and hip-hop in general at this particular point in time and this particular statue in history of where we are, you can't take that away from her. If you're playing with her credentials. Yo, come on now. That that girl's fucking sick. The girl is crazy. There's no fucking way that you can sit back and say, she she, she ain't solidified. I I got you into Plato. And then the bitch came for Plato or Pomo. Mm Mm-hmm. Nick, look at me. You know I was mad. You will not come for Plato or Plomo, bitch. When I tell you, I, 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 I'm objectively, like, when we go over, like, music shit that, um, that I want to hear or whatever, um, or even with, the new, even with the list of the new artists that I, you know, or new music that was coming out, I was like, damn, objectively, I really want to hear all of that stuff. When we listened last year to Plato or Plomo, Plato or Plomo was the shit all the way from beginning to end, lyrically, sonically, it was the shit. Which is still crazy to me because, damn, that's how long it's been out already. It's already been, yeah, it was like last winter. Last winter. That's it was, crazy. It was the shit. That's nuts to think about. Yeah, that right. is it's crazy. It, it's crazy. When I had you listening to Plato or Plomo, I was like, yo, this is something, this is something hot. It told a whole story from beginning to end. It wasn't really a concept album, but nah, it was an album it that was worth it. It was fire. Worth, it was That's fire. There was not one point, even when it got down to the Stephanie Mill shit right. at the end of it, it was not one point in this album where I was like, I was bored. I wasn't bored. No, I was, I was start not to finish bored. that shit tough. You know, and just like we talked about um, with, with, with Kujo's album, with Kojo's album, <laughs> we're not bored. I literally was able to listen to it from start to finish, and I'm not 
bored. Like, yo, every track on here is Exactly. Right. <laughs> so, you know, know your worth. Know your worth as an MC. Know your worth as just a person. Go into businesses and go into places and say, this is what I'm worth. And show and prove. Don't say this is what you worth and then you really ain't worth shit. Exactly. You feel me? You show need credentials. Prove. Show something. Show and <laughs> prove. And that's all, you know, that's all I got to say about that. Like, I've, I've, you've witnessed me do this. Musically, you witnessed me go right, through right, right. the transformations in who I wanted to be as an artist, who I am now as a, as a podcast host, right. what I want to do, and it's 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 even down to the point where we didn't know what the show was going to be, but now when we get into the different arenas and people ask us of what we want to yeah. do, I'm I'm very yay or nay on it. Yes, and yes. I'm very much so solid on this is what it is. When people are like, well, what is it about? It's about hip hop and it's about life. Right. Like there are lessons at the end of whatever we do or we talk life shit. Yeah, like, you know what like, I'm saying? Niggas asking yo, y'all should go video. Right, now. right. And, 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 and I go back to my original reason for that. Like my whole thing is this. I'm not for the whole video shit. Like I want artists to be, I want artists to come here and be as candid. Be playing a fucking and, 50. Right, I want them to it. come to us and be as candid as possible. Right. I don't want you to act up and be different because the camera's there. Right. Because that's who you're going to be. I want you to be who you are. I want you to be, if you're a geek and you goofy as shit and people really don't know that, I want people to be able to feel a side of you that they wouldn't normally, exactly. they wouldn't, wouldn't normally see. Like for instance, I'll give you an example. I People don't like Jocelyn Hernandez. People really are like, you know, up and down on Jocelyn. I had a chance to listen to Jocelyn Hernandez on Angela Yee's lip service. And some of her views on shit made me be like, I like you. Right, right. I don't, I don't, I can't just, dis- I can't dislike you. That's what happened when you are, pretty, pretty, like, that's what happens when you're literally depicted through a TV show that's made about problems. Exactly. That's all this love is hip hop is about, issues. Right. And everyone sees you in nothing but issues. Right. So you're just gonna gain a perception like, oh she's she's a bitch. She's this. But you really don't know her at all. Exactly. You're just watching the show based off of fucking stupid shit. But that <laughs> makes me that makes me be like that's why I wanted to keep podcasting kind of the way it was right. where it's not a visual because at the end of the day, when the camera wasn't there so you got a chance story. to hear her still be Jocelyn Hernandez, but it was it felt more toned down. Right, right. It wasn't the extra. I gotta kind of turn up because I'm in a moment. I I'm in gotta the scene. be like that, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, <laughs> she was her for that moment, yeah. and it made me be like, yo, I, I could fuck with you despite all of the other shit that I've seen. I'm able to fuck with you, so that's why in podcasting, in my truth and what we do, I kind of wanted to keep it to. Yo, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get this radio show once a week. You get these mm-hmm. hot beats once a week. You know what I'm saying to you? We get these topics in once a week. That's what, you know, the, for the love of what I do. Mm-hmm. And I get it. And I thank you. Once again, whatever the next years go to, I appreciate you for being the host of this. For following the dream that a young kid had that didn't think that this was going to be anything else. To the point where now people are coming to me and asking me questions on how to do it. And I'm like, nigga, we still, we still want to <laughs> We still want But I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't turn away the advice. Oh, yeah, you know, course, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, but just, I appreciate it. Yeah, because it's, it's the principle. Right. And go so, <laughs> and, I, and I realize that sometimes in like, your calling is your calling. You know what I'm saying to you? Like, do I still want to do music? Like, yesterday I literally sat down and was like, I was ready to text you right. and be like, nigga, send me three. <laughs> like, I'm literally right. at that point, like, nigga, send me three. Just send me like, something right Just send, <laughs> send me three. Let me, right. let me go through it. Let me make this let me happen. Let me see what the fuck. Let me see what the fuck that pen do. You feel what I'm saying to you? So, I'm ready to get back into the swing of things and mm-hmm. um, work on it. And, and um, the... 
we all say that 2018 is always, or 2018 or the next coming year is always about a change for what you're going to do. And you're not going to be the same person. And, and granted, we all do change, um, but we, we stay the same. But what I wanted to do was to start some of those changes early this year. So, or sorry, before the new year came, let me be clear. So, um, I started with these facial mask situations. $2.50 at Walmart ain't no fucking joke. Nigga, this this motherfucking yellow ass skin look good nowadays. I said, shit, I only, and I only did it for like two or three days. Glistening. No, Gloss. for you to say it, for you to be like, yo, your, your fucking face is shining. And I'm like, I'm like, and it was one of those moments where I'm like, well, bitch, what the fuck you mean? Like, like, is it oily? Is it greasy? Do I need to pat it down? He was like, no, you look, I had a hydration mask on and the hydration, you know, mask is, is, it's very important. Take care of your skin, fellas. Don't nobody want no ashy ass nigga. Mm-hmm. This is it's, it's real. It's real serious out here. And what I want to get into is, um, I eventually want to work on the inside to have the outside express. So you know, definitely drinking more water because when you're in your thirties, you have to because apparently your bones say, "Look, bitch, fuck this." You need to detox. You need to detox definitely. Um, so those are some some big things I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to having different type of segments next year. Um, I'm looking forward to the new venture for next year. I am looking forward to a lot more success next year. Oh, yeah. A lot more success. I think that we're, we're creating those avenues and people are going We're creating this shit now. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you, have, you have to set up, you have to set up your, your previous year for your next year. You know oh, what yeah, I'm saying to you? Yeah. Um, no matter how soon or how late you start that, you need to set that up. Because you got to look at it like this. We didn't start this this podcast until the end of March. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Technically, yeah. Yeah, like towards the end of March with like five days left in March. Right, right. We didn't start this show with a premise of doing or, or saying or any any avenue. But it's here to show you that it can be done. Right. Anything can be done. Yeah. But also within that, I say all of that to say, put your value and your worth in yourself and what you do. Absolutely. I agree. So, before we go, same thing that we say all the time. Fear, false evidence appearing real. It's only real in your mind if you make it real that way. Don't forget that you can always check us out at the Kickstand Podcast at, um, at gmail.com. So, if you have any opinions or thoughts on today's episode, please feel free to make sure that you do that. Yep. Um, then, we are also on the Kickstand Podcast on Instagram and the Kickstand Pod on Twitter. So, make sure that you uh, go ahead and check those out. And I'm, I feel like um, I'm, I'm like Ashanti. I get I also watched that interview too. Another good interview. That was a Breakfast Club one. I feel like I'm Ashanti right now because I'm the one that handles that social media situation. Like I'm the one when you send that out, when you see the pictures, when yeah. you see the posts, I'm the one. No, that, it's that handles, that handles that. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. So and I got it. And um, I get when you when you independent that work don't never stop. Hell it, no. It don't never fucking stop. But um, I am your boy, Young Smooth. I'm Ob. And this was the kickstand. Yeah.